Come the Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, that will be spouse. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. On this Easter Sunday, I see some new faces here. Maybe your visitors who saw the time, and possibly didn't know this was a traditional Latin Mass. Um, just try to follow along the best as you can. It isn't rocket science. The church did this for about 19 centuries prior to the Second Vatican Council. So, <clears throat> The little red booklets will help you to follow along. And the, the format is basically the same as, as the, the new order of the Mass. Well, <clears throat> today is the day that we celebrate in a high liturgical manner the resurrection of our Lord from the dead, Easter Sunday. And we know from the Acts of the Apostles and the Gospels, actually. They tell us how Jesus died. The Acts of the Apostles, St. Luke, who wrote the Acts, uses a very beautiful phrase. He says, They put him to death by hanging him on a tree. It was by stretching out his hand to a tree that Adam fell. And it was by having his hands stretched out on the wood of a tree and nailed thereto that Jesus Christ, the new Adam, raised up the human race and repaired for that sin of Adam. This man, says the Acts of the Apostles, God raised on the third day. And today, yes, we rejoice for our Lord Jesus Christ is risen. And we must remind ourselves that it is through his risen, glorified body that Jesus communicates his life to us, the life of sanctifying grace, as it is called, our share in the very divine life of God, which Jesus merited for us by dying on the cross. It is because Jesus died on the cross that we are able to be baptized in baptism we receive a share for the first time of that divine life of God. We become temples of the Holy Spirit, bearers of the very life of the Trinity within us. In baptism, we die to a life of sin and selfishness and rose again with Christ. The very meaning of Easter is about this dying and rising, this theme. St. Paul tells us in Colossians, Brothers and sisters, if then you were raised with Christ, then seek what is above, for you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. This is the symbolism of the ancient baptismal rite of going under the water to symbolize dying to sin, dying to that old man, as St. Paul calls it, or the ways of sin, and then coming out of the water to symbolize rising with Christ in him to new life, being clothed with the life of Christ in the Spirit. At baptism, we made promises, most of us who were baptized in infants, through our godparents, to reject sin and Satan and to live for Christ. And we 
by professing our creed, as they renew our baptismal promises, we profess our belief in Jesus Christ, who was conceived and born of the Virgin Mary, suffered, died, and rose from the dead. And through this, we continue to daily die to self, to live for Jesus, to seek not the things of the earth, sinful pleasures that the world offers, but rather to seek what is above, as St. Paul admonishes us to do, to seek the things of heaven, to keep our eyes fixed on that goal. As St. Paul tells us, you have died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Since we have died in baptism, our life is now hidden with Christ in God. What does this mean? Well, it refers to a life that sees in the ordinary circumstances of our daily duties, the means by which God intends our sanctification, our growth in holiness, to become the saints that God intends us to be. It is a life imbued with the spirit of love and sacrifice, a life where we perform good works, acts of kindness, acts of charity, a continual daily dying to self, forgetting about ourselves, and living for Jesus by acts of love and service to others. And from where do we draw the strength to do this, to live this life of love, of Christian charity? Well, from Christ himself. Jesus gives us the means by giving us himself in the Holy Eucharist. He says, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. The risen, glorified body and blood of Jesus in the Eucharist is the very source of our charity, that life of giving of ourselves to others that we're called to by being Christians. It is the very source of the strength that we need to die to ourselves and live a life hidden with Christ in God. Jesus tells us, he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him on the last day. On this Easter Sunday, I, I throw out a question to you. Do you want to live forever? Do you want to have eternal life? Well, the Eucharist, which is the risen, glorified body and blood of Jesus Christ, is the key it is the pledge, the guarantee of being raised up by Christ on the last day when Christ comes again in glory. And just a reminder here, every Sunday we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord, Jesus Christ from the dead. And that's why every Sunday is a holy day of obligation. Today on Easter we celebrate it in a more elaborate liturgical way, but every Sunday is the day of the resurrection of the Lord. That's why it is a holy day. It's no longer Saturday like it was for the Jews. It is now Sunday, the day our Lord rose. And every Sunday we celebrate the Eucharist as a community of believers. We are able to receive Christ's body and blood in Holy Communion. Every Sunday we witness the greatest miracle on earth. Ordinary bread and wine is changed on that altar into Christ's body, blood, soul, and divinity. 
who would want to miss this great event? St. Paul tells us, if we receive Christ's body and blood, then when Christ your life appears, you will appear with him in glory. This is our faith, this is our hope, that through Christ, his risen glorified body and blood in the Eucharist, receiving him, that we will be raised on the last day, that we will appear with him in glory when he comes again to judge the living and the dead. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.